Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing cultivating a high vibrational or high conscious lifestyle. So we are all energy. That is what we are at the core. And we are also responsible for that energy and what energy ultimately we put out into the universe. Now, when we put out energy, that energy comes back in the form of karma. And therefore, we can change our karma by putting out a different frequency, different energy, different vibration. Uh, In other words, having a different state of consciousness. In essence, what we put out is what we get back. So by taking responsibility for what we put out, we can ultimately choose what we will then get back in return. So in this podcast episode, I want to offer some tips and insights on how we can take responsibility for our energy field, for our vibration, for our state of consciousness, and raise it to a higher one, one that is attracting health, wholeness, happiness, and abundance. Now, before we begin, this episode is certainly not designed to tell you how to live your life, and we don't judge. It's not about that. It's just ultimately uh, offering some tips, uh, resonating some truths to hopefully open your mind to ways in which you may not have been aware of how your consciousness is being affected and hopefully influence you to take a very good look uh, at your habits, at your actions, thoughts, relationships, and assess if these things are aligned with higher vibrations or lower vibrations, and ultimately if they are lower, take steps uh, to, uh, to influence them so that you can ultimately create a higher conscious, higher vibrational lifestyle. First key point I want to make is that nature itself is the highest possible vibration. The closer something is to its natural state, the higher vibration it is going to be, the higher state of consciousness it will be. In addition, nature itself is always looking to balance itself. And when there is an imbalance, there, let's say, is chaos, uh, there's lower vibrations, nature is then going to go ahead by its very own nature, uh, try to balance those imbalances and create equilibrium, which will naturally result in, like I said, a higher vibration. So this leads to the first way that we can raise our vibration, our consciousness, and cultivate a high-frequency lifestyle, and that is to be in nature, to be surrounded by, let's say, plants, trees, water, the ocean. Uh, These things are deeply going to affect our energy. And just as nature balances itself, when we go into nature uh, and we seek to balance our energies, uh, nature will naturally balance itself because we are one with nature and as a result our energy field will then become balanced it'll become will become more back into our authentic nature and as a result of that our consciousness will be raised the next tip is to eat natural foods with natural ingredients so foods with additives preservatives processed foods let's say manufactured foods they are in essence far removed from its source and they are usually lacking in minerals and nutrients that support the body's systems. In addition, the more the food is tampered with from the time it's grown until the point of consumption, the more elements potentially exist that have the uh, potential to interrupt this natural frequency. Uh, Furthermore, when we eat natural
natural foods, right? Foods that are closest to the source, let's say vegetables, plants, fruits, things like that. We are going to, as a result, get all the vitamins, the minerals and nutrients, many of which have healing qualities and can vastly contribute to assuring the body staying healthy and ultimately maintaining an inwardly balanced state and a high, high vibration. Now, the next tip is along the similar lines. It might be controversial. There are many people who disagree, but there is reason to say that staying away from meat can uh, assist in raising your consciousness. Now, the logic behind this is that we become what we eat. We take on the energy of that which we eat. And the way animals are generally treated for the most part, let's say before slaughter uh, or during slaughter, in essence, it creates a deep pain for the animal, and ultimately the animal has a certain consciousness, and that consciousness takes on uh, that negative emotion. Let's say it's fear or shame or, or, or anger, and ultimately it absorbs it, and then we absorb the animal, and then it affects our consciousness. So we just want to be mindful of that which we eat, because in essence, what we eat, we become, and uh, negative emotions most certainly have the ability to transfer, and then once we ingest that, it becomes part of our energy field, and then, like I mentioned, it affects our, our consciousness. The next tip is to exercise. Now, besides for the obvious health benefits that exercise brings both to the body and the mind, as well as the uh, as the serotonin that we get, the, the thrill, uh, let's say the runner's high, when we move our body, we are in essence moving our energies. So when we have trapped energies or stagnant energies and emotions that get trapped specifically because we, let's say, have wounds or trauma, or we, let's say, denied our emotions or stuffed them down, when we move through exercise or through things like dance or even like yoga, our energies start to move and that movement is extremely important so we can sort of unstagnate them, so to speak, unstagnate the blocked energies, get them moving from lower states of consciousness, and then raise those which will ultimately raise our consciousness. Now, the next one is a biggie, and it's healthy relationships. Connection is something that's going to raise our consciousness. It enhances our energy field. You know, health, healthy relationships, healthy interconnection, it makes us feel safe, loved, and ultimately it needs one of our most basic needs, which is intimacy. So when we connect to others in a healthy way, when we feel connected to others and ourself and ultimately to all that is, uh, it's going to bring inner peace, self-love, self-acceptance. All of these uh, are, in essence, higher states of consciousness. Now, this leads to my next tip, which is, in essence, to stay away from toxic people, from people who uh, create anxiety, create chaos, one-sided relationships. Now, these relationships are going to demand more energy than they give which leads to feeling depleted, insecure, guilty, shameful. Uh, they, in essence, diminish, diminish us. So if connection is going to raise our consciousness, then toxic relationships, which in essence are disconnecting, they are the exact opposite of connection, they are going to bring us farther from ourselves, farther from our present moment, from inner peace, and ultimately uh, lower our consciousness. The next one is to be present. Now, as we were mentioned, connection raises our consciousness. And in order to connect to others, we need to be connected to ourself. And when we are present, that is the most authentic we can be is ourselves in the present moment. And therefore being present creates connection to ourself, which uh, ultimately, like we mentioned, connection raises your consciousness extremely high. So when we do things that bring us present, when we practice present moment awareness, we feel closer to ourselves, other people, and to all that is and, and to life itself. And this connection to all that is, uh, or with nature itself, right, is going to raise our consciousness drastically. The next one is meditation. Now, meditation is arguably the best way to get present. And in order to, uh, when you practice meditation, it gets you out of your head. It rises above the, the thinking mind, the ego mind, and it helps you tap into this energy field, this oneness energy field of unconditional love. And in that field, it's pure awareness, it's love, it's compassion, it's, it's acceptance and peace. And you can, uh, you can say ar arguably meditation is one of the quickest and most effective ways to raise our consciousness. Next tip is to become whole 
and to become healthy and balanced inwardly. Now, like we mentioned, all relationships begin with the relationship we have with ourself. And really all of life starts inwardly. It all begins inside. So when we take responsibility for our sense of self, heal our wounds, regulate our emotions, dismantle old and false core beliefs, we shift paradigms from fear to love, uh, and we ultimately create a life of health and balance and we become whole, this is the ideal place to be in in order to build and cultivate a life that is healthy and high conscious. And the life that we build is going to be a reflection of our inner state, of our state of consciousness. So when we do build a healthy and whole inner world, uh, ultimately we are going to have a healthier state of consciousness. And as a result of that, everything around us will, will raise itself, will start to become more abundant. The next is music and sound healing. Now it's been said that nature is orchestral. And what this means is that all of nature has certain frequencies, vibrations, and sounds. And when it comes together, there's sort of this perfect balance, this perfect harmony. Now, when we listen to music and sounds that are natural, what it does is it gets us into alignment with the natural rhythms and vibrations of nature itself. This is also how sound healing works. In essence, what we're doing is we're syncing up with the natural sound of, let's say, the singing bowls, right, of the, of the sound healing instruments, which pulls us closer into alignment with, with our nature and our authenticity uh, and ultimately our own, our own authentic uh, sound, our own authentic vibration. Now, I will add that there are some music genres that lower your consciousness. There are some styles of music that actually can have a negative effect. So it's not all music. There are types of music that add synthetic beats that are not the proper frequency, uh, sounds that don't necessarily align with nature, which actually can pull you out of alignment and cause greater harm. Certain aggressive styles of music, let's say violent music, heavy music, they all can have, can have a negative effect. Ideally, music that helps you heal is the kind of music that flows directly from an instrument or from uh, from a human voice. Uh, ultimately, it reflects the most natural notes and tones. The next tip is anything in excess or too much of anything, even if it's a good thing, has the potential to lower our consciousness and, and really not enough of something. So we have a need and we want to make sure we meet that need. And ultimately, if we have too much of something or too little, it's going to imbalance us. And that imbalance is going to throw us throw us off throw our frequency off and that's gonna lower our consciousness. Now, negative emotions and negative thoughts are going to naturally lower our consciousness. Positive thoughts and positive emotions are going to raise it. Now, it's very often, especially if we don't have the life skill, let's say non-reactivity or present moment awareness, we don't necessarily know how to interact with our thoughts and our emotions. Let's say we fight with them or we become them or we try to fight them or deny them. We might think that, let's say, we're victims to our thoughts and ultimately we feel dependent on whatever thoughts and feelings come up in the moment. But if we do learn how to be non-reactive and become sort of the silent, compassionate observer, watchman of our thoughts and feelings uh, and not necessarily have to engage with them, it allows us to have these negative thoughts and feelings and it allows us to maintain that distance, detachment, to keep ourselves in balance and at peace, uh, regardless of what emotions and thoughts come our way, which allows us to sort of protect that higher state of consciousness. Next tip is be mindful of your attitudes and beliefs. Now, these are not necessarily the conscious attitudes and beliefs. Many times we're holding on to lower states of consciousness, let's say false negative core beliefs, uh, faulty attitudes from being raised in, let's say, a toxic, abusive home and childhood. And many of these wounds and many of these beliefs and, and programs reside in the unconscious and, let's say, outside of our awareness. And this is why unless we do go inward and go into the shadows of the unconscious and dig it up and bring it into the conscious awareness, unless we uncover these negative programs and ultimately dismantle them, and until we shift into true and healthy beliefs and programs, our past has the ability to keep us stuck and keep us at lower states of consci consciousness. Next tip is to heal the child within. 
Children are one of the highest states of consciousness because they're fully present and they're tapped into the present moment, which is unconditional love, which is the highest state, highest vibration possible. So children, they're fully present and they, they embody this high vibration. And when we heal and we integrate our own inner child uh, within, right, that our state of consciousness is naturally going to be raised because we are in touch with the child self. We've infused our, our life with a childlike uh, innocence, a childlike energy, which is an energy of creativity, playfulness, presence, loving, forgiveness. And by that very nature of having that energy field, it's going to raise our consciousness. The next one is slightly different, uh, but extremely important, and that is adequate sleep. Now, this is extremely underrated. Sleep allows our body to restore itself. It repairs what is imbalanced, and ultimately it gives us the rest we need to, to replenish. And you probably have gotten a night where you did not get enough sleep, and the emotions you feel are groggy, irritable, you feel weaker, and, and your, your thought process is, uh, is usually not positive. Uh, and ultimately, uh, a negative mindset, negative thought process is going to result in a lower state of consciousness. So just assuring that prioritizing sleep and uh, sleep or just extended periods of rest and relaxation could be uh, an incredible way to get back into balance and ultimately raise our consciousness. The next tip is animals. Animals, along with nature, have a natural vibration that is extremely high. Animals, specifically pets, uh, offer unconditional love. Uh, this, like I said, being one of the highest vibrations. So just this being around animals and connecting to them uh, can really have an, uh, a healing impact in that way. Next, self-compassion, self-acceptance, and self-love. So in essence, having a loving relationship to yourself, treating yourself well, and giving yourself the best that life has to offer and meeting your needs. When we are disconnected from ourselves, when we are denying our present moment awareness, our present moment experience, usually what we're doing is we're denying and hiding parts of ourselves because we are uh, ashamed of them or criticizing them, and ultimately we don't want to accept them and love them. And when you're treating yourself in this way, it's going to lower your consciousness drastically because it enhances and in essence is motivated by emotions that are low conscious, such as fear, shame, and guilt. So when you treat yourself well, when you accept yourself, and when you love yourself, when you talk to yourself with compassion, uh, you're embedding, infusing your life with higher vibrational emotions, with, which naturally are going to lead to a, a state of calmness, inner peace, more self-love, more self-acceptance, and ultimately all of those things are going to raise your consciousness. The next is TV or social media, and this one's probably a little bit more obvious. These things feed and nurture negative emotions such as fear, jealousy, comparison, guilt, shame, all of which are extremely low vibrational emotions. And ultimately these things for the most part uh, are very profitable, which is ultimately why their uh, TV and social media are so uh, rampant and ultimately why people are drawn to it. They are attractive, but ultimately they disempower us and they lower our consciousness. Now doing without these things, as well as sort of taking responsibility for your own emotions and reactions will assure that you don't get pulled into these vortexes, these very powerful energy fields that ultimately uh, without realizing it, yank you into their to their to their uh to their profiting model and that's where we get sort of hooked in and diminished the next is addictions and dependencies so whenever we're dependent on something outside of ourselves to meet our needs or using something to soothe our wounds uh, in essence we're giving up our power uh, it puts the power outside of ourselves and it keeps us bonded to the things that are not good for us and ultimately dependent so the opposite of this is independence independence is the full trust and connection to ourselves and to the universe which ultimately has our back uh, we are fully protected by unconditional love that exists when we are present and when we trust ourselves in the universe right so it's constantly conspiring to meet our needs and the only true dependency we will ever need is that of our trusting ourselves, and, and ultimately we are part of the universe so uh, by proxy trusting the universe and this is not let's say a codependency 
with the universe per se. This is ultimately realizing that we are the universe and it's a healthy relationship to ourself, trusting the flow of life, the frequency, that's our authentic vibration, which is aligned with all the things we'll ever need. And therefore there's really no need to look outside of ourself to meet our uh, own needs. And by doing that, by creating this independence and trusting and having faith in the universe to bring our needs to us, to meet our needs, that ultimately creates that, that freedom and allows us to stay in a higher state of consciousness as opposed to lower our consciousness by depending on things outside of ourself. Next is sexual intimacy. So intimacy in general has the ability to raise our consciousness. Ultimately, it's a connection. Intimacy is in, in reality just closeness, connection. So sexual intimacy, uh, which doesn't necessarily have to be with another person, is, is something that could be done alone through uh, what is known as tantric masturbation. This has the ability to bring you closer to yourself, to the present moment, and ultimately leads to greater feelings of self-love and acceptance. And ultimately, these are things that raise our consciousness. Now, when I mention sexual intimacy, I'm talking in direct contract to, let's say, sexual entertainment like pornography, which ultimately this is something that lowers our consciousness. And the reason this is the case is because it lacks sensitivity, it lacks intimacy, and ultimately it lacks the true connection, which is the point of, of, of sexual intimacy is to bring us closer. And in the case of, let's say, pornography, it removes any intimacy and it exchanges it for entertainment and thrills, which removes the connective element and therefore, therefore any, any possibility that it could be used uh, to heal and ultimately to bring us closer to ourself and raise our consciousness. The next tip is to be creative and to engage in some creative endeavor, whether it's drawing, painting, art, playing music. Uh, these things help us tap into the present moment and they help us tap into the uh, power of creativity, which really in essence is the creative force that we are, which is our authenticity. So when we do things that are creative, we become more present, more aligned with, with our authentic self. And ultimately, as we mentioned several times, that is really what raises our consciousness. Next is to do what you can to choose a career that aligns with your life purpose, with your personal talents, with your personal passions. What we choose to do for a living is gonna have a huge impact on our life and our lifestyle. It's essentially a fundamental part of who we are. And when we choose to do something that is aligned with our purpose, something that we feel called to do, something let's say that we feel gifted at and offering those gifts to the world and being able to make a living doing it, this can allow us to create a whole entire life around our purpose. And because our purpose is so tied up with who we are, when we live our purpose, when we uh, essentially live a life that is aligned with our with our uh, design purpose, with what we are created to do, uh, that brings us much more in alignment with who we are and ultimately our authentic vibration. Furthermore, living a life of purpose means a life of giving and being of service. And this, in essence, when you're giving, gives it gets us out of our own ego-driven desires for success. It gets us out of our own selfish ways. And, uh, and ultimately, it brings incredible fulfillment and joy because that is really what happens when we give. When we are being of service, that is really, truly what brings us closer to ourself and to our purpose. And, and that brings fulfillment, joy, and happiness. And ultimately, those things are gonna raise our consciousness, consciousness immensely. So to conclude, when we live a life that is high vibrational, high conscious, we're not the only ones who benefit from it. And of course we do on all levels. You know, when we live a life of higher consciousness, of high vibrations, everyone around us and quite literally all of humanity is gonna benefit from our energy field, which is going to affect everyone and everything. And the way I see it is that we have an obligation to take responsibility for our vibration, for uh, the, the lifestyle we live, the state of consciousness that we have. And even if we weren't, let's say, given a higher state of consciousness, let's say we were given a low state of consciousness because of trauma and abuse, we have the obligation to take responsibility for that state of consciousness, for our vibrations, and then ultimately heal, become whole, and 
allow ourselves to show up to life at the highest possible conscious state. Uh, when we do this, it, it obviously it benefit, benefits each one of us every single day. Living this lifestyle brings us more abundance. It brings us more peace and happiness. Uh, but it ultimately, it benefits, like I said, the people around us, the planet, and the future of the planet. Ult ultimately, the next generation, our children, uh, are ultimately going to benefit from us living a life of authenticity, one that exudes love, joy, happiness, fulfillment, a life of purpose and, and meaning. And what this does is it creates an environment uh, across the globe and for all humanity, which in essence, if one person does it, it's contagious and it leads to other people uh, in essence being affected. And if each person is to raise their own consciousness and then collectively we can raise our, our entire consciousness of the planet, we can heal so many of our ills, so many of our breakdowns, so much of the narcissism and the codependency and the mental illness that is going on on this planet today. So if you think you are just one person, well, one person has the ability to change their own life and by doing so they can change the lives around them and then those people can change the lives around them and ultimately as we raise our consciousness individually we can raise our consciousness collectively and create a, a, a healing environment for everyone creating a safer world a healthier world and one that is abundant and one that is uh, aligned with with health and growth so I thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I really hope it influenced you to take a look at your life. And with compassion, this is not about beating yourself up for not living a high conscious state, but it's just being aware of ways in which we may be choosing thoughts, choosing attitudes, choosing uh, habits, choosing relationships that don't necessarily bring us to our highest self, bring us presence, bring us more joy and happiness, and then choosing ones that do. And it's very difficult oftentimes to let go of old habits and old ways of being and shifting your paradigms. Oftentimes there's a lot of fear and letting go of those things. But when we have the courage to let go of those things, of things that don't serve us and step into the present moment and step into the unknown and really take responsibility for our vibrations, the fulfillment is unbelievable. The peace and happiness and joy that it brings, I can attest to how unbelievable that process can be. So I thank you again for listening to this episode. It is such an honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the very best.